0: Hey, this is Tim Jones, creator of the Sour Grapes comic strip, and you're listening to So Wizard on the Geek World All Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, You are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, "You said people gonna die." The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under twelve parsecs. There will be no one to stop us this time.
1: What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 377 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-host this week, we're starting off with the expert, Mr. Marquis, Markellus Riggins.
2: Fear is the mind killer. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the show.
1: And this week, we got a special guest filling in for Aubrey Litchfield, who's still away on assignment. So we went to the bench, the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network, and we got Anna from the Pop Prism Power Podcast. Anna, how the hell are you?
3: Hi, I am the new president of the Oscar Isaac Fan Club. (laughs) Hello.
1: Are you you growing a big beard?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm not, but I'm all for his beard, but yeah.
1: Excellent. Well, you, the listener, are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we're going to talk a little bit of news, including some new trailers, our first look at Uncharted, starring Marky Mark, (laughs) (laughs) and then our review of David Lynch's Dune.
2: (laughs) We are not reviewing David Lynch's Dune. (laughs) <laughs>
1: Did I watch the wrong three-hour movie? Is that what you guys are telling me?
3: That was a good one, too. Okay.
2: No, it's
1: yeah. the newest movie from Dene <laughs> Villeneuve. Dune. But before we get into all that, Anna, how the hell are you? And welcome back to the show.
3: Hi, thank you for having me back. I am living the life right now. I am on a full nerd high, and uh, I am not planning to leave this... The Dune world for a very long time. Mm,
1: excellent. Tell us more about where people can find you on Pop Prism Power podcast and other places.
3: Oh, so you can find us on all podcast directories that uh, you use to catch your podcast, or uh, you can find us on social media at Pop Prism Power, uh, or you can find me in um, on my social media at Anna Voltage.
2: Awesome, Markellus reagans How the hell are you? I am doing good. I'm doing good. I got to live out a uh, childhood dream of mine. Um, It wasn't seeing Dune. It was uh, actually something else. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I went to go see Run DMC in concert. And I know it's odd because I was on a show uh, like a month ago talking about how I went to go see DMC uh, in concert just by himself. But this was actually DMC and Reverend together on stage performing all of their hits. Uh, and it was amazing. It was amazing. I never got to see them when I was a kid. Um, I couldn't afford the tickets to their uh, to the Fresh Fest that they usually headlined. Uh, so getting a chance to like rock my Adidas and wear uh, you know my old school gear and see Run DMC rip it up on stage was like a, a childhood dream come true. So I had a really good week. Awesome. Did they play everything you wanted to hear them play? They played every single song I wanted to hear them play, except for. Christmas in Hollis but it's not Christmas time. So that's we can't true. That's true. We can't have everything. But that that's all right. They played all the hits uh and they were great. They sounded awesome. They they didn't lose a step at all. Um it was so much fun.
1: Awesome. Well that's good to hear. It's nice to see you getting out of the house and doing some fun stuff. So that's not editing or watching movies for the podcast.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And uh how are you doing, Joey? I'm good. I'm good.
1: Ah uh, man. I had a really Kind of boring week last week. I, I didn't do much. I just worked and slept. Um, I feel like I'm recovered now from going to New York. So that's good. Um, this weekend was my wife's birthday. So we didn't really have much planned. We went to, to dinner at my in-laws house and then that was it. I was just hanging around the house. So I watched a lot of movies. Okay. Uh, obviously I watched Dune. And then on Saturday I was just laying around. I watched uh, Night of the Living Dead, the original Night of the Living Dead which was on some rando channel that we get on digital antenna. We don't have, we, we don't have cable. So we have like an antenna, like attached to the TV that I don't know. It sounds crazy, right?
3: <laughs> but <laughs> you it. get
1: like weirdo channels. Yeah. Cause all I need the TV for is to watch football. Like that's it. So as long as I can get CBS, <laughs> NBC, ABC and Fox, I'm covered. Um, everything else I can watch online or on fire stick or whatever, or Netflix, you know, I'm not worried about other stuff, but I need it for football. So we have the digital antenna, but then in between the big channels, there's these weird channels. Like, I don't even know what the name of some of them are, but like, they're all over the, over the air, like broadcast channels that play weird old stuff in terrible definition. (laughs) Like, sub. (laughs) like, you know, in YouTube, you don't have good service and it slows down to a crawl. Yep. That, that's what I watched uh night of the living dead. in it was like, I had smeared Vaseline all over my glasses <laughs> and was watching it, but it was worth it. So I watched that. Then I had got a uh, limited edition Blu-ray of Mark DeCasas and Scott Wolf, our double dragon.
2: Oh God. Oh. You actually you paid money for that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> actually it did. it wasn't that expensive. Actually. That one was, uh, I think this company that makes these, uh, blu-rays of these obscure bad direct-to-video slash um nuclear box office bomb action movies from the 90s i think that was like their big hit one so that one was cheap on on amazon actually but yeah i watched that uh janine walked in ate a sandwich while watching like maybe 20 minutes of it and walked away in disgust of course Um, (laughs) smart girl (laughs) like refused to watch like barely any of it both both of them saw robert patrick with vanilla ice hair and were like we're out you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then that night, I watched uh, the original Scream with my son. Ooh. It was his first time ever seeing it, and he wanted to watch a horror movie. And I was trying to figure out what we could watch that wasn't going to be, like, horrendously bad, but, like, you know, it was at least kind of scary. So we watched Scream. That was the first time he had ever seen it. He's not a big horror movie guy, so we're going slow. But. Cool. Did he like it? Oh, yeah. He liked it a lot. And I'm pretty sure, hopefully, like most of the movie, I was like, oh, that's Drew Barrymore in the 90s. I used to have a huge, giant crush. on her. <laughs> Then I was like, there's Rose McGowan in the 90s. She's so hot. And I was like, not so much anymore. <laughs>
3: not anymore. Back no. then, her
1: nipples could cut glass, kid. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of the movie was just pointing out all the uh, different actresses in the movie I had a crush on uh, 26 years ago. So. That's great. Boy,
3: how they have aged.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Beware the ravages of age. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's Courtney Cox. Nowadays, she looks like a cat woman. <laughs> <She> does. God <laughs> bless Botox. All right. What, <laughs> in the new one, if the if Ghostface stabs her in the face, she won't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's pretty much what I did is watch some movies. Uh, I'm hoping me and uh, Colin are going to watch the original Halloween, not fucking like. 2018 not any of the sequels not fucking Halloween Kills but like the very first one because there's no fucking blood in it but it's terrifying so I think that's a good one but I don't know we'll see I'll I'll keep you guys up to date but enough about us Marcellus Reagans let's talk about us and tell the listeners where they can find more Soul
0: Wizard Podcast
2: right, so everybody can go over to soulwizardpodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week Uh, you'll also find some movie reviews from yours truly uh, you'll find some recommendations on new movies books and tv shows from the awesome adam Wallyhock. Uh, you'll also find our merchandise there we have a t public store where you can shop to get some t-shirts sweatshirts journals coffee mugs baby onesies all types of things with the soul wizard podcast logo and designs all over it uh, you can also find our social media links there we have facebook We have Twitter, we have Instagram, so definitely get at us. Uh, You can subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a five-star review while you're there. Uh, You can also find our show wherever podcasts are found, including Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, my personal favorite, Spotify. We have a YouTube page with videos going up constantly from Adam Wallyhawk, including movie reviews, trailers, Uh, trailer reactions and interviews Uh, we have a patreon page where you can support the show for as little as a dollar a month and you will be receiving bonus content and exclusive content from everyone here at the show shout out to all of our podcasting family in the geek world all-stars podcast and network back to you joey
1: Special just for you
3: and oh, heart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, Marcellus, we have news to discuss, so let's do it. Let's drop the drop and let's talk the news.
0: Yo, it up! It's time for the news. Yo, we ready to bring you the news, boy.
2: All right, so this week in nerdy news, uh, there wasn't a lot of uh, big news to talk about, but there was a few trailers that dropped wanted to start off with one trailer that uh is going to be aiming for the the title that uh, Double Dragon now has as a uh, best video game adaptation. Uh, <laughs> uh they finally got around to making a Uncharted movie. Uh and this one is a little bit different than what uh what was originally announced. Uh originally Mark Wahlberg was going to be playing a lead character, but for some reason Sony decided that they were going to bring the character's age down uh, significantly and put him on his first adventure, which I think is pretty smart. So Tom Holland is actually going to be playing the lead character. Uh, Mark Wahlberg will be playing the older character, Sully. But we got our first look at a full trailer for the Uncharted movie based on a very popular video game. Um, and uh, yeah, it looks like the video game. Uh, looks like an Indiana Jones type of adventure. Uh, but this one skew in a little bit younger. So uh yeah, let's see. What did you guys think of the trailer? Let's start with our guest, Anna.
3: God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't like Tom Holland. I uh I think he's a little a little punk. So oh,
1: wait, boo this man sound drop, please.
0: <laughs> boo this man <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Ah,
3: sorry. Um anyways, uh i did enjoy the Uncharted video games, and this trailer, I'm kind of meh about it. Okay, I don't. I'll just wait and see what people think because I'm not excited for it, and it's probably Tom Holland. But you know, <laughs> it just seemed too generic to me. Um, so I rather just play the game than watch the movie. I think that's that's going to be that's going to be my main takeaway
2: from all that. <clears throat> oh, okay, that's fair. That's fair. All right. Um, Joy, what about you, man? How'd you feel about our first look at the footage from the Uncharted movie? Well,
1: right. First thing, I, I accidentally started watching the behind the scenes footage thing mm. with the two of them. And he's like, hey, I'm Tom Holland. It's <laughs> just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I was freaked out. I didn't I keep, I completely forget. He's like British. <laughs> like, it freaked me out, man. Um, yeah, I didn't know Mark Wahlberg was supposed to be
2: Uncharted originally.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it was, it was they couldn't get it ago. off
2: they couldn't get it off the ground for yeah. years and years and years. Well, cuz well,
3: Max Payne sucked. <laughs> <laughs> if,
1: if Mark Wahlberg as, as Uncharted had been on that plane, like 9/11 wouldn't have happened, you yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: But uh I don't know, man. It looks uh very generic. It looks like uh The Mummy 3 mixed with like I don't know, like Spider-Man. <laughs> ah. I don't know, it, it, or, um, oh, God, what was that fucking movie? Um, Alan Quartermain in the Lost City of Gold? Do you, you remember that, Mark Ellis?
2: I remember staying away from it, because I'm like, that's not Indiana Jones. I'm not watching that bullshit. <laughs>
1: it looks like that kind of crap. Um, I don't think there's a single Marky Mark movie that I really like. like there's nothing yeah. I like where I'm like... I must see this. And Mark Wahlberg is the driving force for why I'm watching it. Um, I love the movie, the fighter. Yeah. I was going to He's like woefully miscast in that. I was going to say, dude, the fighter is awesome. That's a good Marky Mark. movie. It's a great movie, but he's not like the reason why it's a good movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> the movie completely works around him now <laughs> because he's in it. Um, yeah, I, I think it's, it's probably spent since like the music video for good vibrations. The last yes. time I really liked him in something. So, um, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not a big fan of his, uh, yeah. I mean, it just, it looks pretty generic. I gotta say, I, I also in that vein. I don't want to see any more because I almost feel like this trailer, of course, being a Sony trailer showed me like 99.9% of the movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I, we're, we're going to watch it for the podcast. I'm not, I'm not saying we're not, we're going to review on the podcast. I already have it penciled in. Uh, I'm just not going to watch any more promotional material for it. Cause knowing Sony, they'll also like include a bunch of scenes from the end and like the after credits. And <laughs> right. uh, it's a, it's a, th- Thumbs in the meh for me, so uh, I'm not exactly getting mm. in line for my tickets for Uncharted right now.
2: All right, all right. Marky Mark, when uh, he hears that a, a fellow Massachusetts person doesn't like him. What? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not even going to eat at his overpriced hamburger <laughs> place.
3: Oh.
2: All right, well, uh, Uncharted is coming out February 18th of next year. As Joy said, it's uh, on the calendar, so uh, we will let you know. I did watch the, um, even though I don't play video games, I actually did watch like uh, the the cinematic scenes from Uncharted, like three, I think, two or three, and it was cool. It was like mm-hmm. really cool. I'm like, man, I can't wait for the movie for this. So I feel like I kind of owe it to the movie to go see it. And hopefully, it but doesn't...
3: it's Tom Holland. I don't,
2: I don't <laughs> mind Tom Holland. I like Tom
1: Holland. Yeah, you, you're on a lonely island hating Tom I, Holland
3: over. There. I know, but you know, they even try to. Sexy him up with that wet shirt scene, and I'm like, "Oh, stop it! It's not gonna work." <laughs>
1: Wait a minute, but maybe it's just because you're not a, a tween.
3: <laughs> maybe, maybe. But I mean,
1: do, do you stand for BTS or
2: anything like that?
3: No, I don't. I'm still trying to find my bias, so <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm trying here. I'm trying. Right,
2: well, I'm.
1: i right, Well, if if uh, if Tom Holland's dynamite abs didn't get you, I don't know what will. <laughs>
2: All right, so the the next trailer that came out this week, uh, we got a little teaser of it before, but this one was an actual full trailer, and it's for the movie Red Notice. Uh, This one stars Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot, or Gal Gadot. uh, As um, let's see, the Rock is an FBI agent trying to catch. The number one art thief played by Gal Gadot. And he needs the number two art thief played by Ryan Reynolds. Uh, This is a Netflix original. A lot of money is going into it, as you can tell by the the stars of the movie. But uh, yeah, we got another big action adventure Netflix movie starring A-list movie stars that's not going into a theater. Uh, But yeah, we got a, a, a good look at the trailer. What did you guys think of the trailer? Let's go back to Joey. I
1: feel almost exactly the same as I felt with the teaser trailer. It it looks cool. It looks like something I'd be really excited about like 30 years ago.
2: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) True. (laughs)
1: Um, As someone who just bought uh, Mark DeCasas' Drive (laughs) starring Brittany Murphy on Blu-ray, and it's in the mail right now as we speak. Um, Mm -hmm. This looks like something I would have rented when I was a kid and been like really pumped about it, or forced my parents to go see in the movie theater, but uh, it, it looks pretty generic, you know. Uh, I love The Rock, I'll watch The Rock in anything, and I pretty much have at this point between wrestling and movies like Tooth Fairy and um, other awful shit. He's Doom.
3: <laughs>
1: I like, Doom. I think I'm one of like five people that saw Doom in the movie theater. Um, seen him a lot of awful shit i do love the rock um i like ryan reynolds but i feel like his shtick as ryan reynolds playing deadpool and everything is is getting old and i'm not the biggest gal gadot fan um so yeah man it just looks generic to me uh i'm much like uncharted much like uncharted it just looks you know like action movie number 365 coming across as a screen there there's nothing really here that Makes me say, holy shit, I must be sitting in front of my TV at 3 a.m. Eastern time when this drops on Netflix. I mean, it really just looks a lot like Hobbs and Shaw. I don't, I don't, know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. And I know you're a big Hobbs and Shaw fan, but hey. <laughs> there's nothing here that really like jumps out and makes me say, oh, my God. Yes. I did notice they have another action scene with the uh, backlit like uh, gunpowder milkshakes. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, could never have enough of those. So, all right. That, that's all I got. It just looks generic to me. Uh, I want to be excited for it. We are going, again, we are going to cover it on the podcast. So maybe it'll wow
2: me when it's time. All right. Anna, what about you? What did you feel on this trailer for Red Notice?
3: When is Dwayne The Rock Johnson not playing an FK? Agent?
2: <laughs> that's That's, that's true. Come <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: on. I like the partnership between uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Ryan Reynolds. The Rock makes Ryan Reynolds a little bit more bearable for me. But Gal Gadot, that girl. I just don't know. I just don't know. Um, It's going to be another generic film, another generic action film, which I'll probably watch because I'm going to be bored one day. I'm not excited about it. Um, <laughs> It just seems like uh, I've seen this movie a million times. Mm. Just... This is going to be one with different actors and okay, fine. Um, But meh, just uh, I'll probably forget about it. I'll only be reminded because it'll be on like social media, but I'm not overly excited about it. I don't see something cool in there that I will watch for. So just going to be a very meh movie for me as well.
2: All right, yeah, I can, I can see that. I can see that. Uh, by the way, uh, when Gal Gadot feels that uh, no one on the show likes her,
1: Calam No, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: you know,
0: I, all the time.
2: <laughs> I have, I have mixed feelings on Ryan Reynolds because honestly, like the trailer to me, it looks like The Hitman's Bodyguard, like that oh, same no. type of Ooh. that same type of thing. But I love the first Hitman's Bodyguard, like. It, I saw the trailer, and I'm like, eh, hey, whatever. It looks like another one of those movies, just like this one. And Hitman's Bodyguard was actually really good. The second one was one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life, uh, and it still had the same ingredients. So this kind of reminds me of that, but Ryan Reynolds playing Ryan Ryan Reynolds, that's just his shtick. That's what he does. It's whether the story and the director is good enough to support that. Uh, Hitman's Bodyguard's wife? No. Uh, free guy. Yes. Ryan Reynolds is excellent in that movie. Um, And he's doing the same, he's doing the exact same shtick, but the story actually supports it and it's good. So this one, I don't know. I'm I'm going to, it, it looks very plain, but I'm going to cross my fingers. The fact that they got these big stars and Netflix was able to pony up the money to get these big Hollywood stars in it, that it's a really good script and it would be really entertaining. But from the trailer, it's, it's not really selling that it's going to be you know, an amazing movie. Um, well, but,
1: it doesn't look cheap. I'll tell you that. That's one thing. Yeah. It, it looks like there's money spent here. So I'm not worried about that. It's just, wow. Like, I don't know. Just very generic to me. So.
3: Gal Gadot. Come on. I can be. Come on, people.
2: I know. And I one little clips of her, uh, even, even just seeing her just like, like uh, her introduction to the characters. I'm just like, that's the best take you guys had. Yep. Jeez. <laughs> but I, I still adore her. So, Joey, this one, uh, the date for this one is uh, November 12th. So it's actually coming up pretty soon. Is this one on our list? Yep. And uh, we'll be reviewing Last Night in Soho next week, then The Eternals, then Red Notice. Ah, uh, All right. So here you go. Tune in for our thoughts on Red Notice, which uh, I can tell you right now, Joey and Aubrey will probably hate. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to say it's okay. <laughs> hey,
1: you know what? I'm I'm pretty sure Aubrey's going to hate it, but you know what? I do love action movies. So
2: all right. So that's pretty much it for the news for this week.
1: All right, well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk all about Dune. Welcome to Rhode Island Comic-Con 2021, presented by Cardi's Furniture and Mattresses. November 5th, 6th, and 7th at the Dunkin' Donuts Center and Rhode Island Convention Center. Come back together with amazing cast reunions from Cobra Kai, The Mandalorian, The Boys, and Clerks. With a special Friday evening appearance by the one and only Kevin Smith. Catch up with artists, wrestlers, vendors, and so much more. Tickets are on sale now at all Toy Vault locations or online at www.ricomiccon.com.
0: Calling all New England toy, record, and collectible fans. The Bristol County Toy and Record Show is returning Saturday, December 11th at the District Center of the Arts, 15 Court Street, Tom, Massachusetts, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Tickets are only $3 at the door, and early bird admission is $10 at 9 a.m., where you are able to get the first picks of the day. There will be a concert the night of the event to be determined, and tickets will be sold separately, but you do not want to miss out. There will be over 30 of New England's best toy, record, and collectible vendors selling Star Wars, GI Joe, WWE Transformers, vintage toys, and vinyl records, music memorabilia, and a whole stage full of Kiss memorabilia. For more updates, please follow and like us on Facebook at Bristol County Toy and Record Show for more info. See you guys there. You don't want to miss it
1: we are back. All right, guys. We all had a chance to check out Dune, the newest movie from Dennis Villeneuve. Vill- I can't say it. Mark. how the, <laughs> the fuck do you say this guy's name?
2: Denis Villeneuve. Oh, shit. Hold on, I forgot. Denis Villeneuve. Oh. It, Denis Villeneuve. 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 Denis Villeneuve. De de la <laughs> oh, you like croissants.
1: <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, the newest movie, uh, he was the director of Blade Runner 2049. Yep. Mm-hmm. And The Arrival and some other movies. Uh, so, big pedigree, huge, crazy cast. And some questions before we even get into it. Anna, did you ever read the books?
3: You know, um, I got, oh, maybe like ten chapters in. And I, ah. it lost me. I'm sorry, I'm going to try again. I'm going to try again, I swear. This is like the only sci-fi, like, series. Well, one of the few sci-fi series that I haven't read yet.
1: Okay. And what about the first movie, the the David Lynch one? Did you ever oh, see that? Oh yes,
3: yes. I'm a huge. I like, watched like a lot of sci-fi movies back in the day, um, and this is one of them where my mom definitely made sure I watched it. Did you like it? You know, I was young, so I didn't know any better, And I did like it. And you know, I recently rewatched it, and I still enjoyed it.
1: Okay. All right. All right, all right. Well, hold tight. I'll get back to you in a second. Marcellus Reagan's, uh, you ever read the books? Uh,
2: god no. Um I know my parents did have them. I did see them on the on a library shelf, but I never read those things.
1: Did you see the David Lynch adaptation? <laughs> uh,
2: as a kid, I try I I know I watched most of it. Um and it didn't take long for me to realize that this wasn't Star Wars, so uh <laughs> I kind of stopped watching it. Uh, but I have watched it recently uh, because our our fellow podcast in the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network, uh, Cult 45, the movie podcast. <clears throat> excuse me. They recently just did it on their show. Uh, so I did rewatch it to listen to their show. And I just want to say really quick, uh, that episode is fucking amazing. So, yes, mm-hmm. I have watched it recently. Mm-hmm. All right. Anna,
1: you saw this in the theater twice or did you watch it at home at all?
3: Uh, theater twice. Uh, first time in IMAX and second time in Dolby.
1: Jesus. All right. Markellis, uh, <laughs> theater or HBO max. Uh, I saw it in a theater. All right. So I read, I want to say like 90% of the first book, but you are right. Anna It is a slog. It's brutal. <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't, it was tough. I, I don't, I, God bless any of these people that are like, Oh, I read, uh, all 35 sequels. <laughs> like, right? You know, just, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about wow. that, but, uh, <laughs> I I saw the David Lynch movie when I was a kid. It was boring. It barely made sense, and it sucked. Um, And the toys were awful. We've talked about that on the podcast before. It had horrendously bad toys by LGN. And and I did not go to the theater. I'm sorry, Denise. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) That rude. Yeah, with everything going on this weekend, I was supposed to go see it with my daughter, and then it just our schedules never lined up. I ended up having a shift on Sunday night at my other job, and I wasn't able to coordinate with her to go together so i ended up just saying fuck it and getting it out of the way watching it friday night <laughs> on the couch and uh on hbo
2: max so <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. i'm the bad person. at least i didn't watch it on my phone, all right? Okay. Hey, they they off, they offered it on hbo <laughs> so I, max. So it's fine. It's not like you watched it on like, you know, firestick. You you watched it the right way.
1: I yeah. watched
2: it on Aubrey's hbo max account. <laughs>
1: All right, so we, like I said, we all had a chance to watch it. You've got a kind of an idea where we're coming from with our background for Dune. So to start, we're, of course, going to give our non-spoiler impressions, and then Marcellus will drop the drop, delineating the spoilers. If you haven't seen it yet, you can bounce. Uh, the rest of you stick around for a little more discussion. But to start, non-spoiler, Anna, what did you think of Dune?
3: I left that theater in awe. Like, I haven't felt that way in such a long time. Like, it was so captivating, and oh, just... I can't say enough good things about it. It was amaze balls.
1: <laughs> All right. If, if it didn't have Oscar Isaac, if weird Al, like for example, was in that role, would the review be different from you?
3: Uh, yeah. Just for one particular scene. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Should Oscar Isaac invest in one of those sh- personal shield generators when you're around him? <laughs> uh,
3: yeah. <sure>. Okay. <laughs> I'll get through it. I'll get through it. But, yeah. <laughs>
2: Perfect.
1: All right, Mark Helles, Uh how about
2: you? Yeah, I loved about 75% of this movie. Uh, and then the other 25%, I'm like, eh, whatever. But uh, yeah, a big chunk of it I actually really, really enjoyed. Like, I would, wa- I would totally watch it again. All right. So, yeah, it was all right. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Ah, well, ah,
1: yeah. I mean, it was okay. I don't know. I don't know how I, I'm, I'm really having trouble formulating how I feel about this movie, to be quite honest with you. It at times felt like starting to watch a TV show in the middle of season three without having any idea what happened in the previous seasons. And then they condensed all the rest of the TV show in a two and a half hour.
2: No, <laughs> no. Uh,
1: I know I, I'm like the unpopular opinion. I, I liked it. I don't know if I loved it like you guys did, but I did like it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still formulating my thoughts about it and it's been like four days. So (laughs) I guess that's a good thing, but yeah, I'm not like over the moon about it. I guess I'll put it that way. But it looks like between the three of us, there's no one telling you not to watch this. We've got two enthusiastic thumbs up and a middle, thumb in the middle somewhat. So uh, definitely go check it out if you haven't in theaters, preferably, but HBO Max on your phone. If not, <laughs> and, uh, now we're going to spoil Dune. There's not really any way to talk about it without the spoilers for a like 50 year old book. So let's uh, drop the drop and let's spoil Dune.
0: But one clear spoiler. This yeah, is spoiler. You will die alone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anna from po- Prism Power Podcast. Give us some things you liked about Dune.
3: Oh, well, first and foremost, Oscar Isaac. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, let's put it out there. Let's throw it out there. Get it out of the way. Uh, no, um, I think that. Everyone who was cast in this movie was perfect, um, from Javier Bardem to um, Jason Momoa. They, I think they they did a really good job, um, with their characters, and the the story, as as I've heard from book readers, was very faithful to the book. And I think that even though they did had to make some changes because there's a little a lot of inner dialogue, like with Jessica and how they portrayed her emotions, I thought it was a it was a good call and overall where it ended, it couldn't have it just it, it made sense where it ended. Um, but I don't know, I just I absolutely loved that film. Like the music, the 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 scale of all these huge ships and just the world building, all of it, the sandworms, just it, it was really immersive and I felt like I was in the Dune world. Um, for those two and a half hour hours that I was there, you know, <laughs> watching this film, uh, but I think that Timothy Chalamet did a really good job as Paul Atreides, and there couldn't have been a better Paul Atreides um, for this movie.
2: All
1: right, uh,
3: Mark Ellis,
2: how about you? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna agree. Uh, Timothy Chalamet is easily one of my favorite actors that's working today. I thought he was really good. I really like the political setup um the thing that I was worried about for this one because I know like the the book is dense and everyone is like, oh, you have all of this stuff that you gotta pay attention to and I'm, I was really worried that I was gonna get lost in all of the mm. the names and the houses and all of that stuff and they made it really easy for me to understand um I totally got it. And so I was like, who, the first like, half an hour to a movie i'm like woo! thank god i understand what's going on <laughs> like they well, haven't they i haven't think lost the world yet. mark is a lot different
1: than it was when david lynch's movie come out so we don't need a floating head with 35 minutes of exposition to open the movie <laughs> that's true because <laughs> i know anna you were a huge game of thrones fan before the show shit itself what
3: show
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh, I think that that something like that may have helped prep um, audiences of nowadays to be able yeah. to just jump into this with with how you're saying, Mark, or they they were able to make it make sense to everybody.
2: Yeah, and it did remind me of a lot of Game of Thrones for the the, the way it was set up for the, this is this house does this and this house does that and blah, 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 blah blah. Yeah. Like they made it really easy for me to follow. So I was very appreciative of that. I thought the visual effects were absolutely amazing. Usually when I watch movies like that, you can tell like where the CG element is, you know, like, uh, like the ship or a building or anything. You're like, okay, that's a real person, but that's a CG car or a CG character or whatever. Everything in this movie looked absolutely real. Um, and that blew me away because I was kind of looking for where the special effects were and I couldn't find them at all. So that, that immersiveness really worked for me anyway. I really liked the I really liked Jason Momoa. I was surprised really? how much I liked him. Yeah, we're in spoilers now. So when his character died, I was like <laughs> I was like genuinely sad because I really liked that character. And he was just Jason Momoa being himself, but that role fit him perfectly. Yeah. And I, I really enjoyed that. And I really liked the whole political setup of This kid who is like torn between, not torn, but he's of two worlds. You know, he has two responsibilities to be, you know, the new Duke uh, following his father's footsteps and then to be whatever this magical creature is under his mother's guidance. Um, And I thought that conflict was really, they did a really good job putting that conflict into that character. And uh, Timothy Chalamet did a really good job of conveying that. So I was really interested in that aspect of the character. And then, (laughs) and that's what I liked about it. And then everything else is what I didn't like about it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. You know,
1: for me, I thought everything looked great. You guys are both right. Uh, Even just on my normal TV at home, uh, everything looked fantastic. I expect nothing less uh, from this director of it looking fucking fantastic. (laughs) So uh, everything looked great. The special effects, the ships, the aesthetic, the outfits. I I can't remember... Again, I, I apologize up front. I'm going to call all the characters by their actors' names, so.
3: <laughs> and I will translate.
1: Sorry, <laughs> right, uh, Rebecca Ferguson was walking in that costume that was like a veil. Yep.
3: Oh, the gold costume. The gold yeah. Dress? Yeah.
1: Uh, I thought that was awesome. Like, holy cow! Look at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it reminded me almost Mark of watching uh, Black Panther, where you're like watching it in the theater, and you're like, "This is going to win an Oscar for costumes." Mm-hmm.
3: Like, there's, <laughs> mm-hmm. there's,
1: there's no way this isn't winning the Oscar for costumes. Now that I said that, something that's like. Uh, you know, boring British people talking in a movie is going to win. And they will be like, Oh, isn't it amazing. They made old British costumes. Like, wow. <laughs> look at that. You
3: know? Spencer's going to win versus but, Dune. Watch. Yeah,
1: ex- exactly. I, I, as an aside, I never understand that. Like how hard is it? They have all these fucking same fucking period piece costumes on a rack at the, at the studio. Way. How does that win over like cool sci-fi shit? I'm back to Dune. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks fucking fantastic. Um, a lot of the actors are acting on another level uh, the acting was really good. And you guys are both right. Like storyline wise, it was pretty easy to follow. Um, if you're into sci-fi, I, I don't, mm-hmm. it, and on a very cursory level, like anybody that was able to get into game of Thrones and follow that would be fine here. Yeah. I still think my mom, for example, God rest her soul would just be like, I don't know what the fuck's happening. I this. <laughs> <laughs> Cause there's, there's a lot of words and things being thrown around and they don't hold your hand a hundred percent, but you should be able from paying attention to glean what's going on. So I, 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 liked it. I liked it a lot. Uh, you're right, Mark, uh, Jason Momoa. Awesome. in this, I was pretty pissed off when he died. Yeah, man. Uh, there's yeah. really cool fights too. Um, when the, all the, the fat guys, <laughs> <laughs> attacked them, in the, in the city it was a really cool fight scene. Um, you know, uh, I just did. Why didn't Oscar Isaac just like fall down and roll around so that dart fell off of his armor?
2: I know. He, I, he didn't I... know that he didn't know what it was. He couldn't see behind he him. Just, he just know that something was something. trying to get into his back.
3: Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. Well, you know who we didn't see die was Gunnery. So that means you know I if have you don't no see fucking him,
1: idea who that was. It, so. uh, Josh
3: Brolin. Brolin. Okay. okay, we didn't see him Thanos. die. Thanos. Thanos. Yeah, Thanos. Uh, <laughs> before he you know he died well he died and he went to another multiverse and now he's gathering stones but <laughs> <laughs> we just didn't see him die. but that goes into a lot more of the book and you know hopefully we get a sequel and stuff i hope <laughs>
1: <laughs> um yeah i thought everything looked great the storyline worked really well for what it was and we'll get into that in a tiny bit uh, you know i i, I was just not bored the entire time I was watching it. I'll put it that way. I was never bored when I was watching it.
3: And that's the important part.
1: I think for a two, almost, almost three hour movie, the fact that I was never bored was, is, is a huge plus. You know, yeah. I don't think I ever hit up on the remote in terms of trying to check like, oh, Jesus, how much longer is this? Yeah. <laughs> I never, I never got to that point watching this. And I'm trying to remember, Mark, what was the last movie we watched where we were just like unable, barely able to like power through this fucking thing.
2: <laughs> oh shit. Uh, I don't remember now. The last Tom Holland movie. <laughs> oh, that's, How messed dare up.
1: You. that's messed up. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. Prisoners of the ghost land. <laughs> <laughs> you're like 15 minutes in. You're like, Oh God, what's it been? Three hours. Oh, God. So I never had that feeling watching this, which is good for a long movie. Um, but with the good must come the bad. So Anna, what did you not like about Dune?
3: Um I think that the whole the, the whole part of the story that I think and they, they touched on it, they gave us enough, but I think that it would have been better if they explained it a little bit more, but the Ben and how their you know, their whole work that they had been putting in for centuries got destroyed because of Jessica's love for the Duke and giving him a son and all that. Like, You know, they touched on it and you felt do you blame him. her
1: though. Couldn't she have brought
3: Oscar <laughs> Isaac
1: um, to them and be like, no, I like, mean, you know, <laughs> he's got a beard. It's fucking Oscar Isaac. <laughs>
3: the beard. Yeah. I would have given him a son too, but you know,
1: <laughs> how many sons do you want? That's what you had to say.
3: Exactly. Exactly. And that's exactly what Jessica said. She gave him one. Um, but there were some slight small changes that I've looked into because I did obviously didn't read the books, all of them, but there were some parts that were a little slow. Also Zendaya was only in there for like seven seconds. And then, you know, she was a big part of the press tour, but I get it. I get it. It's the name. Um, I know that Chani is going to be such a a bigger role if we get sequels and all that, but I mean, I I don't really have much that I didn't like. I think I would have liked to see a, Dave Batista have a little bit more fight scenes. How do you have him in there and not really get to see him fight? But uh, they also kind of missed the whole, uh, there's a spy in our, in our somewhere in here. And it just kind of came out of nowhere with Dr. Yue. Um, they could have pushed a little bit more of that spy storyline and th- just little things. But overall, I really don't have much to nitpick on. Okay. You know, and right. we got Oscar Isaac in the nude. So why am I? I mean, there's nothing at <laughs> all. Come on, that was not in the book. Okay, So I get it.
1: So, so if so, I was like, put your hand in this box, and you're like, what's in it? And I was like, Oscar Isaac in the nude. You'd be like, crawling inside the box.
3: <laughs> oh, just don't hesitation.
1: Mark Ellis Regans, how about you?
2: Uh, you know what? I completely forgot about that whole spy storyline until Anna just brought it up. Yeah, they didn't really emphasize a lot of that. Like the the Bug flew into the through the door and almost got Paul, uh, but he Mm -hmm. caught it with one hand. And then, like the big dude was gonna resign. I mean, they did show like the dead body, but I feel like there there should have been a little bit more emphasis. Like, holy shit, someone just tried to kill one of the members of the house. Um, Yeah, and that storyline just kind of like died in the vine. And I love Zendaya. I do. I really do. I think she's amazing. But Jesus, if I have to see one more slow motion scene of her turning around and looking into the camera, I am going to punch myself. I can't. <laughs> they did that like a gazillion times. I'm like, oh, my God. Again? All right, dude. I get it. You're dreaming of her. All right, fine. And the first, I'm going to say the first hour and a half of this movie is like fantastic. A plus. And then it hits a wall. When Paul and his mother escape, mm-hmm. and then their journey to try to um, try to survive, and then the meeting up with Duncan mm-hmm. Idaho again, like that whole section, it just drags for me. And the, when I saw, I saw it in the theater, you know, in the middle of the afternoon, you know, big screen. I had a big popcorn. I had the full like theatrical experience. And during those scenes, I'm starting to like doze off a little bit. <laughs> like, oh no, it, it, it's not me. It's this movie. I tried to watch it again on HBO Max and the same thing. I got like an hour and a half into it. And then as soon as it gets to that part where, you know, they're in the desert and they're trying to like find meet up with the other people or trying to find their way, that that story just grinds to a complete halt. And I think it's because this is only part one. Yeah. I think it it loses the 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 momentum because you have to you know, you have to have the big payoff and the big payoff doesn't come in this story. It comes into the next story. And the payoff for this one, the third act payoff is just like a little hand-to-hand combat fight. Just like, eh, eh.
3: It's the death of Paul. It's the death of Paul. That's I think that's a big Uh,
2: enough payoff. Yeah, I guess. And now he's going to be the, whatever his character is supposed to be, like the big, grand, super guy. But
3: Yeah, I can't say it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But it was like, it's like watching you know it's like watching the empire strikes back and then you get to the part where luke is like i have to go and save my friends and then the movie ends <laughs> you're like wait what <laughs> so you know i i liked the, the first like i said the first hour and a half of this movie is a plus chef's kiss and then it's a it's a drag to get through the the back half of this movie so i'm hoping that the next one if there is a next one will be like a huge capper for the whole thing. I think the, the next one will determine how much I feel about this one.
1: Okay. All right. All right. Um. You know, right off the bat, when he had his hand stuck in that box.
3: What's in the box?
1: She's like, oh, you got your hand stuck in this box. What are you going to do? I was like hoping he was going to like lift the box up and like smack her with it. <laughs> <laughs> like, Surprise, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a different type of movie, though. Um, so... I a hundred percent agree with you, Mark. The movie like runs into a brick wall once they are in the desert, um, when they're like mosquito spaceship crash. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I will, I will say too, and I know I was watching it at home so everyone can make fun of me, but, um, there was the part where they're like walking to get away from the sandworm. It was really dark. Yeah. Um, it was, it was hard yeah, to see was. like what was happening. And I was like, man, is there something wrong with me? <laughs> hey, did I not
3: buy the drama?
1: <laughs> yeah. Did I not, you know, did I, did I not like go to see it in the movie theater? So it's my fault. I can't see this, but um, yeah. And there, it, that wasn't the only scene, but there were a couple scenes that were shot really dark, which took you way out of it. As much as I said, I, the runtime didn't bother me. It was also, I felt like you could probably cut about a half an hour out of this. Um, I don't need, I get the idea that he's supposed to see the future, I don't need him to constantly have like, like his visions are the trailer to the rest of the movie.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> I, I don't need to see his vision of Jason Momoa's fight scene and then have to watch the fight scene later on, which was a very cool fight scene by the way, but yeah. it, it just stuff like that. And you're right. Like over and over and over again, I have to see, he loves seeing Zendaya turn around in slow motion and stare at him. Now don't get me wrong. We all love Zendaya here. I didn't need a two and a half hour movie about how much he has a crush on her. Um, so that was a lot. That was a lot. I, I get it, but that was a lot, especially to have him then meet her at the end of the movie. And there's just nothing to it.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Not She's, yet.
1: She, she tells him, he, she basically blows him off, tells him he sucks and like walks away from him. <laughs>
3: like that was it. That was the that he had. Like,
1: I know he says, my dreams don't usually come true. So like he had this big dream about them. Like, like hooking up and shit. And then she's like, yeah, you fuck off. I just away. Dune. And
3: (laughs) (laughs) she smiles at him.
1: (laughs) I guess, I guess. I mean, I'm sure like in part two or three, you know, they're going to hook up or whatever, but just like to have all that buildup of, he was going to meet her and to have her, like, I expected her to be like, Oh, I see you in my dreams too. Or, you know, maybe she'd be like, Oh, Oh, he cute. You know, like he'd be sitting there eating beans or something. Um, (laughs) Like, no, she didn't give two fucks. And it was just like, yeah, you suck. And <laughs> just like walks away like, what? Um, And and you are 100% right about the ending. The ending, I almost felt like it hit a wall when they were running around in the desert. Then she meets up. They meet up with the um, Freeman. And it started to pick up again. And I was like, okay, cool. And then they're going to have this fight, blah, blah, blah. So I pushed up on the remote, not because I was like, not wanting to watch more, but I was just like, man, like how much longer is this? Because it's starting to pick up again. It wasn't like it have like a normal like movie structure almost. Like towards the end, like I'm like, oh, well, there doesn't seem to be a lot of time left. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but, like what, what is the end going to be? Like, what's the hook going to be? And then they have the fight, and then they they all walk away yep. together. Like that was it. End. Like what? Like. Uh, would that be like i don't know like in the first star wars and if in a new hope it ended before they attacked the death star <laughs> well we hope we get a sequel you can see some cool stuff you know new like,
3: hope, part two <laughs>
1: yeah i mean it's not it's not 100 guaranteed they're gonna get a sequel so to I be know. like oh yeah we're, we're gonna make like five movies based on this don't worry about it it was just kind of like oof Um, the end was rough, man. It was just like this long, long movie that you watched. And then you you didn't, I didn't feel like there was a payoff. Like I enjoyed the journey, I guess maybe the friends we made along the way was the true (laughs) Dune, but, um, (laughs) I just, you know, it just ended and then it's over. I'm just like, okay, like that was, that was it Dune. everybody. All right. Yeah. I just didn't feel it. And the ending for you, like did, were you just sitting there like were you just so smitten with the movie you didn't care? Or did it really bother you that, like it did us? That it just ended?
3: Uh, no, it didn't bother me. I thought that it was like I, I was probably too smitten. But I, I would I have loved to see the like more of the sandworm writers. That would have been cool. They kind of tease us with it and then it's it at the end. But no, I, I think that ending with the death of Paul and him accepting who he will be in the like, who he will be from that step forward couldn't. It ended where it needed to end, and um, the only thing, yeah, like I hate that this was such a huge risk that they they split it up into two parts. God damn it, we better get that sequel or else I'm going to riot. But I just, I'm I'm okay where it, where it stopped. I am 100 percent okay with it. My mom, who is the book reader, was not okay with it. She was kind of bummed out, but just. It was perfect. I don't know. Just I think it was 90% perfect for me. Um, and I would have wanted one more hour of it, but <laughs> we'll get that in the sequel. You know, two more, two two and a half more hours of that. But here for what we got and in like getting the people to watch this movie and getting non-book readers, non-book fans to, to watch it and fall in love with it, I think it did. The best it could. And uh it's kind of bit a big like F you to Warner Brothers and Lion Gate Lionsgate, like the better green lit this because ha, this is where we ended. So
1: all right. Well, we gotta score it then. The only thing left to do is give it a score zero to five, five being the best, zero being the worst. Anna from the Pop Prison Power podcast. What do you got for Dune? Um
3: a five.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ten. <laughs> oh boy,
1: Mark Ellis Regans.
2: How about you? Uh, yeah, it hurt my heart to give it the score because I love the the first half of this movie, the first hour and a half of this movie. Uh, but I'm going to give it a three out of five <gasps> because that wall is that period of time after the wall. The, <laughs> that's the wall, brother. Look at that! That's the wall. That's the wall up there, brother. Um yeah, I just that whole ending just dragged so hardcore. But my rating will probably improve once we get the sequel, which will <laughs> most likely be directed by Peter Jackson, because then he is probably done with Warner Brothers.
3: <laughs> no, don't say that.
1: <laughs> Louis Leterrier intersects. <laughs> like, we need to oh.
2: we need to make Doom part two, but we can't afford to spend that money. Who who can we get? Brett Radner, come on down. <laughs> Oh god.
3: god. Now I'm scared. <laughs> I don't want this no more. Leave it like John Carter. <laughs> oh
1: god. <laughs> wow. Okay, so, you know, for me, I'm I'm pretty much where Mark is. Um uh, I'm yeah. going I'm going 4 out of 5. Wow. Uh, there's wow. a lot to like here, and I do like a lot of the world I love a lot of the world building. I love the visuals. Uh, most of the movies interesting and I was never bored. Um, I just agree with Mark, man. It hits a wall probably about with 45 minutes left, and it it never gets back up on on the wall again. Uh, (laughs) And uh, um, a lot of it hinges on a sequel. If a sequel comes out, knocks it the fuck out the park, and you're like, shit, man, this is awesome. I can sit down and watch like five hours of Dune, five and a half hours of Dune, and get this amazing complete story. Then uh, retroactively, that might raise the score on this. But just for what it is, and not knowing if there's ever going to be a sequel, it's not a complete movie. You don't get the whole fucking story, so right. uh, I can't go five out of five on it. I'm sorry, and I'm
3: sorry. Maybe you know, if Brie
1: Larson had been in it, we'd be up around a five. Or...
3: Okay, okay. You know, in three years when we finish watching the sequel, we re- revisit this. Want to see this improvement on the score?
1: Well, I promise you, you would come back on and do the sequel with us because we didn't make Aubrey watch this one. So. <laughs> There'll be a hundred percent less Oscar Isaac in the sequel, though. So uh,
3: I know, but maybe Timothy Chalamet will be my new love by then. I don't know. We'll see.
2: I <laughs> will say well, if he can, if he can dream about freaking Zendaya through the whole part one of this movie, he can have visions of his father in part two.
3: Exactly. See, that's a good point. Boom.
1: Maybe you'll be a huge. You'll be first in line for Wonka Origins coming up.
3: <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> let's not go that far. Okay. <laughs> I get too dramatic.
1: We're gonna have another movie about how Charlie's dad or uncle, what was his fucking grandpa?
3: His it's grandfather,
1: like, yeah. It'll be all about the Eddie industrial accident that put him in the bed for twenty years.
3: <laughs> Bad movie. Mm-mm.
1: All right. Well, that's it. That is our review of Dune now playing in theaters and on HBO Max. If you've seen it and you agree, you disagree, hit us up on social media, slide into those DMs and let us know what you thought. But now we are going to wrap it up. Before we tap it up, we are going to get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Anna, tell us once again where we can find you on the Pop Prison Power podcast and give us a recommendation for our listeners.
3: Um, You can find us on social media at Pop Prison Power, all one word, or you can find us on all any or all podcast directories, or you can find me at Anna Voltage and a recommendation. Well, after uh, watching Dune, if you are a fellow book reader and you like sci-fi, a little bit of fantasy, read Dune. And then when you leave Dune halfway through the first book, because you're so bored, move into the Red Rising series, which is another great sci-fi book series. Boom. All right, cool. Marcellus Regans, how about you?
2: Uh, yeah. Um, Halloween is this week. So uh, I recommend everyone watch one of my favorite movies to watch on Halloween around the Halloween time. And that is Halloween Town.
3: The... <laughs> <laughs> Halloween Town 2.
2: <laughs> oh, you took it. Yes. Halloween Town 2. Halloween Town um... High. <laughs> I think oh, wait, the wait. fourth one.
3: It's Twitches, isn't it? <laughs> twitches.
2: Oh, <Jesus. laughs> twitches 2, T-O-O. That's it. No, it's the Monster Squad. It is available on Prime. It's available on YouTube for free. Uh, it is one of the best uh, Halloween movies that I've ever seen and one of my favorite movies of all time. If you haven't seen a Monster Squad, I can't believe anyone hasn't. But if you haven't seen a Monster Squad, definitely check it out. It is a perfect Halloween movie. All right.
1: Well, I agree. That is in my top ten movies of all time across all types of movies. So, I, you know, I'm down As for myself, I will recommend that you go to sowizardpodcast.com, where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. There's comic reviews. There's press releases. There's so much more on sowizardpodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Good pods are just about anywhere under the sun. You find podcasts. We will be there. Don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. Go to youtube.com backslash. So wizard there podcast. There's hours of free exclusive content there. Uh, myself and Adam are gearing up for Rhode Island comic con in a few weeks. So there'll be a lot of content and interviews on there as well. Don't forget our Patreon. That's patreon.com backslash Podcast, where you can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive episodes of the podcast and more. This month, it's the only place to hear our review of Squid Game, uh, Star Wars Visions, and a bunch of other stuff, too. So check it out at patreon.com backslash Podcast. I will also recommend a Halloween movie, one of my favorites. Uh, I'm sure it's horrendously bad. I honestly haven't watched it in probably 20 years, but I think... For both of them. I think you need to have a double feature of fucking Teen Witch and The Worst Witch. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) That's my recommendation. Teen Witch and The Worst Witch. Both movies that were playing on HBO as a kid. I used to watch nonstop uh, Tim Curry with the greatest musical performance in the history of recorded video in The Worst Witch. So check those out. And that's going to do it. That's episode number 377 of the Soul Wizard Podcast. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co-host from the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Anna. Woo! And the experts, Mr. Mark, Mark Ellis, right.
2: Uh quick RIP to the sacred palm trees in Dune. Uh, everybody oh, no. everybody, have a good week at Wakanda forever.
3: We needed a R. shot R. of that Oscar. one
1: guy whose, whose job was to fucking water those things every day being like, God
3: damn it. Right all that work for nothing
1: curse
2: it up to the heavens
3: damn you
1: (laughs) that's right all right guys we'll see you next week we're gonna review last night in soho good journey